Let's check in in Big Ten country and welcome in the longtime voice of the Badgers. Matt LaPay joins us this morning, traveling but uh, agreeable to be on with us. And Matt, good morning to you. Good morning, John. Good to be on with you. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, as the old saying goes, you know why I'm calling. Uh, the announcement <laughs> yesterday from the Big Ten really got everybody's attention. What kind of advance notice did you have that that was coming, or was that uh, kind of, whoa, big news just dr- kind of dropped in your lap? Well, no, there had been some chatter regarding that uh, in, in Big Ten country and, and maybe other conferences as well, but I know in the league, uh, there had been some talk about this, at least uh, the rumor that it could be a possibility. Um, I think, John, there are just concerns with budgets uh, program to program. Like in the case of Wisconsin, uh, it, it was going to play Notre Dame, where you figure there's a pretty healthy budget there. But the other two non-conference games were against Southern Illinois and Appalachian State. Uh, very good programs, no question, but you just don't know what the budget is with these programs in terms of being able to have uh, consistent testing uh, to what the Big Ten wants to do. Um, so the, the news itself to me wasn't a surprise, but when it becomes official, it's still a jolt, and it sounds like it jolted a lot of people nationally, didn't know that it would happen uh, on July 9th. But, uh, the news itself to me was not a surprise. Gotcha. And I'd agree. I mean, it really got all uh, of our attention here, you know, in Big 12 territory, probably did all around the country. I mean, a big league like the Big Ten making this call. Uh, it, was there any – why Why now? I mean, why did they feel like they needed to make that decision now? Was it just the budget issue and, uh, and pre-planning? Or what do you think they had to make the call right now? It sounds like, John, there, I would imagine there are multiple reasons, but one of the things that I've been hearing up here uh, that's been pretty consistent is you want to give the affected programs a chance to figure out the next step uh, for a Southern Illinois, for an App State. Uh, it sounds like Notre Dame, is uh, the ACC is going to be ready uh, to, to put – more games out there for Notre Dame. It already plays a pretty healthy ACC schedule, as we know, but it's an independent for football. Uh, but it will give the affected schools in the Mid-American Conference uh, up here in the Midwest is being affected significantly uh, by by this and the, by the Big Ten doing what it's doing. But that, that seems to be one of the main reasons, and, and others, uh, you know, I, I don't know for sure. I just know the numbers, as we know. Um, in your state, but even here in the Midwest, uh, the, the numbers are not trending in a favorable way with the COVID positive test. So uh, I think just to do it now and for the league, I think also, John, the league just wants uniformity. Uh, they just want to be able to, everybody's going to be under the same guidelines in terms of testing and all of that that's involved. And I think it's just a way to rein it in and, and be consistent with what everybody in the league is going to do. Makes sense. I mean, all of those, uh, you know, reasonings are very sound. Does it change or do you anticipate any changes in your conference schedule, you know, as it sits right now? I think it's a possibility. And again, it's more in the chatter stage right now. Uh, The Big Ten plays a nine-game conference schedule uh, and then the three non-conference. But now with the the adjustment, there could be a tenth league game just to get everybody into a five and five 
Um, I know. I think it was Nicole Auerbach from the Athletic. Uh, I believe it was her who suggested that they might front load the schedule where you're in divisional play, uh, which for the most part can make it a more reasonable commute for Wisconsin. Uh, they're pretty simple bus rides to Iowa and Northwestern. It's about a four, four and a half hour bus ride to and from Minnesota. Um, the reach would be Nebraska, but and then you'll fill the rest of your schedule, try to keep it as close as possible. The Big Ten footprint is rather large, as you know. Sure. Uh, Nebraska to um, to Rutgers, so it, it's not a, exclusively a Midwest deal here anymore. But uh, I think if you can keep the commutes as reasonable as possible, that seems to be the way uh, that, that the league would want to go. We should find out. I would hope here in the next couple of weeks what the schedule would look like, but it looked, but it would appear as though they're going to shuffle the deck and then maybe build in some cushion as well in case there are games that would have to be postponed because of uh, X number of positive tests, that kind of thing. Matt LaPay, our guest, longtime voice of the Wisconsin Badgers uh, with a, a check in Big Ten territory this morning. Matt, are there any concerns that sports like rowing or swimming and diving might get cut due to the loss of revenue? Well, you know, we were at, we did a town hall, a virtual town hall with Barry Alvarez, the athletics director, and his uh, his deputy AD Chris McIntosh about three weeks ago, and that was a question that came up, and and he said at the time Barry was saying they have no thoughts of of cutting sports, uh, but I think at the same time you you know that this situation is so fluid. Um, this isn't like Stanford, where it had 36 sports and now it's cutting 11. Wisconsin is like 23 sports, I believe. Um, so it's a little bit more of a manageable total. Uh, but that, that seems to be the very last thing that they want to do here. Uh, you keep your fingers crossed that, that they will be able to, to keep all of the sports. But, uh, guys, as we all know, if, if football doesn't happen, um, that the budgets are going to be really, really tight at schools all across the country. Do you expect this decision to trickle down into high schools who are in states where Big Ten programs are at? Good question. I don't know the answer to that. I, I think they're trying to, uh, you know, they're trying to wait this out to see if the numbers can improve. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me, but I, I really wouldn't have an answer for you there. Anything more than a guess. Matt, uh, what give us a sense of what's going on on uh, the Wisconsin campus right now? Do you have football guys back doing voluntary workouts? Uh, just what's going on there right now? Yes, yeah, so they returned uh, about the middle of June, okay. uh, first for uh, uh, you know intake testing and, and all of that, and then they started their voluntary conditioning. Which at Wisconsin, uh, they have a, a renovated weight room. Uh, so you're able to at least have two groups of 10 at a time, and then you rotate into the next group, and then they, all the conditioning work is, is done outside. Uh, I think that's one thing that we're learning in all of this, that outside is better than inside. Uh, but one of the things that the league did yesterday, as you guys know, we're approaching the what was originally uh, nationwide going to be a mandatory uh, phase uh, of the summer workouts next week, but the Big Ten now is saying that everything will be voluntary throughout. Uh, okay. Um, and if a player is not comfortable, if a player opts out, that player will still be on, on in good standing and on scholarship. But 
for Wisconsin, it is still it's the workout, it's the weights, it's the running, and then they'll get to the next phase when they feel comfortable uh, with the meetings, walkthroughs, and all of that. Gotcha. And and I don't mean to put you on the spot here, uh, Doctor LePay, but how many <laughs> how many cases, how many positive cases do you know you've how many you've had among your student athletes? In the latest round, John, actually it just came out, I believe, yesterday or the day before, there were seven positive tests. They have, uh, right now, uh, besides football, they have volleyball on campus, I believe. They have, uh, and it's maybe two other sports are are going through a voluntary phase right now. And they did not break it down as to how many are positive in each individual sport. Uh, But it's still a relatively low number. So you get a positive test, and they're obviously in quarantine and through contact tracing. Others could be isolated for a period of time, but um, it's still it's not as bad as we have seen and heard about several other programs across the country. With only playing conference games, uh, does that eliminate bye weeks, or do you know if you're still going to have a bye week with the schedule already being shortened? Yeah, I don't know that for sure, but there's a feeling that there will be bye weeks built in, again, as a as a cushion, if nothing else. Uh, but I, I think we all want to know, will the season actually start on time? Wisconsin is scheduled to open up on Friday, September 4th at home against Indiana. But with, with this news from yesterday, uh, does that get pushed up a little bit? Do they, do they wait till mid-September or whatever? But... There seems to be uh, an opinion out there that it's maybe just a best guess uh, that they would build in some bye weeks in case there are there would be a need to postpone a game because of too many positive tests or you know that that type of thing. But uh, I, again, I would hope to get some clarity on that. We, we all do for the league here in the next week or two. Matt LaPay, our guest, longtime voice of the Wisconsin Badgers. And uh, let me take a sharp left turn on you here. Uh, Dave Aranda is our new head football coach here at Baylor, who you know from his time there at Wisconsin. He was uh, D.C. at Wisconsin prior to his time at LSU. What uh, what were your dealings with uh, Dave like during his time there? Well, I would tell you, you guys will love him. Um, uh, unless he goes through a complete personality change from being a coordinator to a head coach. Right. Different chair, as we all know. Right. But he, he was terrific um, in his time at Wisconsin, and obviously it worked out pretty well for him at LSU as well. Uh, the defenses at Wisconsin were very good under his direction, and I think fans will enjoy hearing from him too, John, and that as smart as he is and as he's brilliant as a, as a defensive mind, um, he can explain some things. He's not going to give away state secrets, but he can explain some things in a way that everybody can understand. Uh, he's, he really is just a, a really good guy. Um, they hated to lose him. They understood it uh, for the, the move that he made when, when he left Wisconsin to uh, to go to LSU. Uh, it was a major pay raise. Uh, but he just he's a really good down-to-earth guy. He's a, he's a guy who he's probably not going to wow you at the pep rally but it's just good to see that guys like this get hired where it's the stake over the sizzle. Uh, he, you know, what, what he might not have in, in terms of firing up uh, you know, 5,000 people at a pep rally, the more important thing is I think players will trust him, they'll respect him, and they'll genuinely like him. It's certainly the way it was at Wisconsin. You would have to think it was that way at LSU, and I would think it would be very much the case at Baylor. 
Well, that sounds like the guy that we know. I mean, we're still getting to know him. It's still uh, relatively new here, and he's undefeated at Baylor, but uh, sounds like the guy that, <laughs> that uh, we've hired. Hey, great to catch up with you. I know you're traveling. Really appreciate your time, and uh, be safe, and hope our paths cross down the road somewhere. Yeah, I hope so. Good talking to you, John. You guys be safe. Take care. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Matt LaPay, uh, voice of the Wisconsin Badgers.